everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Retrospectors. My name is Patrick Arthur, and I'm joined by my co-host, James Toolings. How are you doing? I'm going fantastically, James. Uh, we're here today because of a very simple idea. Uh, we regularly have these long, detailed discussions about Emphasis games. Emphasis on long. <laughs> where um, I'm right 100% of the time and James disagrees uh, for some yeah. reason. And we wanted to replicate these discussions um, live on air to share our questionable genius with the world. For example... Maybe mine. James loves unskippable cutscenes, which uh, clearly puts me in the genius camp and him in the doll camp. So, to attempt to uh, have these discussions live on air, we set ourselves some ground rules. Um, we deliberately avoided brand new games because there's so much talk about them and we probably will talk about them anyway, right? Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, we've gone for older games. Because I guess the idea is for us to both not discuss them together until the episode starts. We kind of want to capture the, the, the raw first impressions. That's um, it, the organic disag- discussion. Yeah. So um, what that means is that we actually haven't talked to one another about the game of this episode well, until today. Well, as much as we can. As I've much been, as we can, yeah. I've had a few slips-ups here and there. We, we've deliberately tried to avoid discussing it, uh, much to both of our frustration, I think. <laughs> so I chose today's game, and that game is Doom. So let me tell you a bit about Doom to start with. Uh, by the way, spoilers for everything ahead, gameplay and story-wise. It's very simple, though. You're the only surviving Marine after a horrific experiment on a Mars station has gone wrong, opening a portal to hell. It's just you versus a horde of demons as you battle your way through to the end of each level. That's it. No escort missions, no talking to the monsters. It's you, a shotgun, dodging traps, and killing hordes of the demons of hell. The thing to understand about Doom is that even though it is a first-person shooter, it's nothing like the FPSs of today. It's fast-paced and arcade-like. There's no aiming down the sights, no crosshair, no going for headshots. You shoot in a narrow cone in front of you. Weapons like the rocket launcher and the plasma rifle lock onto enemies if they're inside that cone. There's no jump button, there's no mantling, there's no stamina bar, there's no regenerating health. I think you're starting to get the idea. You, you run like a madman around the place, dodging projectiles, picking up health packs and ammo, and doing your best to survive in a world gone completely mad. While this is the OG first-person shooter, at least after Wolfenstein, it is a completely different beast when compared to the shooters of today. Alright, sounds awesome. So why did you pick it? It's a game that I've got a emotional attachment to. Um, I used to sit on my dad's lap while he played, mashing spacebar as he played, thinking I was contributing. And uh, later on, when I was a bit older, he used to put on all the cheat codes for me so I could kill the monsters unabated. What I want to know here is... Were you, uh, was your dad letting you play Doom when you were three, or were you sitting on your dad's lap when you were 16? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, for better or worse, my dad was letting me play a horrific game about killing monsters when I was three years old. Yeah, so, nice. I wish I had cool parents. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe that explains how I turned out today. But, um, oh, yeah. but I've never played Doom as an adult. I've only ever played it as, you know, an unaware idiot child. So. I think I only played it once, maybe twice, when I was like 13, 14. That's over a decade now. Yeah, so really, this is kind of a fresh experience for us. Like, I I remember vaguely a lot of it, but for me, it's... Yeah, I've never played it aware. And so you've you've played through one of the episodes, or...? Yeah, I've played through maybe the first episode only, so this is new for me. Basically, what we want to achieve with this is we want to go over uh, past experiences and kind of compare them to recent... uh, recent games that have come out and see if the mechanics and kind of 
designs that occurred in the past are still still good today and still fun, really. Yeah, so the question isn't, uh, was Doom uh, a masterpiece for its time? Because it clearly was. That's right. not in dispute. The question is, if you were to play Doom today, your regular Call of Duty Mountain Dew drinking person... <laughs> would you would you be able to enjoy it as a game? You know, twenty five years on, yeah, okay. we're just at the twenty five year anniversary. So, in order to ensure um, that we'd be able to accurately compare our experiences, we tried to give ourselves the same initial starting conditions. So, we played on the same client, which is GZ Doom, whatever the latest. Yeah, the, the, the version of Ultimate Doom, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah Ultimate Doom, nineteen ninety three. Um, we both played on ultra-violence difficulty. Cause so, for those of you who don't know, that's the second hardest difficulty. Yeah, Nightmare, it's like projectiles go fast, so you take more damage, and yeah. enemies respawn, which is makes it quite difficult to explore <laughs> levels. And um, oh, we also imposed the condition that we were only allowed to save at the beginning of each mission, yeah. so no, no saves coming allowed. Yeah, uh, Patrick probably found that quite difficult. <laughs> and I know some diehard like Doom speedrunners only like have no saving and they play each episode from start to finish, but time constraints means we need to be a bit more reasonable. It meant mistakes that we made were a bit more punishable because you had to go all the way back <laughs> to the start. Yeah, I found out that hard way uh, a few times. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a good lead on to, um, to what I want to actually ask you. Um, how difficult did you find the game? Because Doom has a renowned level of difficulty and we were playing ultra-violence and I know that you're not super into first-person shooters, so I want to ask how hard it was. This is actually quite an interesting topic for me because I thought that most of the difficulty in the game actually came from the level layout, right? A lot of the enemies are really simple, like they're programmed to just slowly walk towards you or shoot these really like slow-moving projectiles. And that's not really too hard to deal with. Most of my deaths I actually found was getting stuck in corners behind these enemies called spectres. And spectres are... No, they're flameheads, right? No, spectres are actually the big peak things. Oh, the invisible pinkies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they have a lot of health and they only have a melee attack. But they come in big numbers. And so I would always get caught in a corridor with three blocking the exit. And then I wouldn't be able to kill enough to get out in time before the other ones around the side killed me. So um, was that was that as a result of an ambush, or you just going into an area kind of without clearing? Yeah, so I think it was definitely fault on my part for getting myself trapped. Um, but I don't believe I ever died to just a one-on-one -on -one shootout with an enemy ever. Okay, so for me, um, just overall in terms of difficulty, uh, I only died three times the entire entire okay. time I played uh, and once was me just jumping inside a toxic pit looking for a secret actually so. that did happen to me a couple <laughs> of times yeah yeah so but um the time the two times I died were a result of me getting caught in an ambush yeah so uh and one was getting caught by pinkies and the other one was uh, an ambush popped up behind me I didn't really have enough ammo to yeah. properly deal with the enemies but um in, in general, I agree with you that the difficulty of just shooting the monsters isn't hard. Uh, Especially because the aiming's so simplified. Um, for those of you who don't remember, Doom, you can only aim horizontally. Yeah, there's and no there's vertical, no vertical movement whatsoever. So if there's an enemy above you, you just have to line it up and the shots will automatically hit up Mo or down. Most of the time they'll automatically hit up and down. There's, yeah. some, there's some weird funkiness to it. But, um... Yeah, so I found the gameplay of ex experience of Doom very uh, intense, like it demands all your focus. 
but um, I agree. I, I don't think it's that difficult a game. No, like, I we don't were, think so. We were either. playing on ultraviolet, and as long as you played carefully, you could eventually just whittle through enemies without problem. I will say later on, uh, conserving your ammo becomes a big deal. I think because there were a few number of times where I used all my shotgun ammo, I used all of my rockets, I used all of my charge blasts, and then I was down to a pistol, and it felt harder. But I think that was just mismanaging my ammo count. So I specifically struggled with ammo management at the beginning of each, each episode. episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, episode one wasn't difficult, but the beginnings of no. episode two and episode three were far and away the hardest part of the game for yeah. me. Because uh, the enemies you encounter at the beginning of those episodes are pretty tough, particularly episode three. And I just didn't feel like I had enough ammo to deal with them. It was... Yes. Uh, pain in the butt that was the result of my two my two real deaths um, completely yeah uh one of the things i noticed was that the enemy's movement speed is significantly slower than the player speed so oftentimes if you felt outnumbered you could just run away yeah did you end up putting auto run on like i suggested no i, I liked the fine control so okay. i just toggled it on and off when i needed yeah you you fly around the map at actual ludicrous speeds yes. yeah so if you can get out of the corner there's nothing no stopping you yeah there's much, nothing yeah. stopping you running running away uh it's more when you're kind of caught in a corner that you're uh, in trouble did you ever figure out the um the staggering mechanic because you said you were struggling with the pinkies but the thing about there's a there's a mechanic every time you deal damage to an enemy it kind of interrupts their attack interrupts their attacks yeah Yeah. so if you're struggling with a pinky if you get out a chainsaw no you know the chainsaw chainsaw? sure that like constantly staggers them so if there's a hundred pinkies and you're taking them on one at a time holding right, that button okay. you will never take any damage I think I actually just defaulted to the shotgun in like 90% of scenarios yeah so did I. I I think I was using every weapon I used every weapon in the game except the pistol which is complete trash Garbage, yeah. I don't even know why it's in the game to be honest <laughs> I don't know uh, just to make it harder at the start of each episode yeah I, I guess no it's, it's just like the moment you can swap off it you can you do yeah yeah, yeah. And you know the chain gun uses the same ammo and damage as a pistol. So. It's interesting because in a modern day game, there's still an argument for the pistol being more accurate. Yeah. Because modern day enemies have sweet spots like headshot. Yeah, boxes. you can go for headshots. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't in Doom because there's no vertical aiming. Yeah. So one of the reasons I think it's there is that um there are modes of the game where you start each level. Uh, without the previous level's equipment. Right. So maybe it's just so at the beginning of every you level... You have something. You have something. Sure. But yeah, on the whole, like I never used the pistol after the first three and a half seconds of the right. level when I picked up a shotgun or anything else. So the stagger mechanic, it's interesting you bring that up um, because I think that contributes a whole lot to the the game feel. Like It makes the game feel nice. Like Blasting something in the face feels good because the enemies react. It's almost like in maybe Dark Souls, they have poise, where you hit an enemy and they stagger back. Yeah, that's a similar thing. Um, what it means is that the chain gun is very, very, you know, the machine yeah, gun, yeah, yeah. it's very, very good at staggering in the same way that the, the chainsaw, um, is. The chainsaw yes. is, but at range. Yeah. So with the chain gun, you go through bullets incredibly quickly, of course. I, I, do, I don't think that shooting enemies would feel as good if they didn't react to yeah I, I think that's true as well when when the enemies are tankier you can't just headshot them and instantly kill yeah. them you need some way to interact with them because i was i was honestly quite surprised at how nice the game still felt to play yeah no no it's an incredibly smooth experience i mean i'll get to it later but i think doom is still a very good game yeah um i don't, I don't think it's 
if you if you compare it to today's games, I don't think it's amazing, but I think it's a good yeah, solid yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. definitely have fun. But uh, yeah, the the way I was able to escape most of the ambushes that you were talking about because you're not always in a in a you know corridor where you're facing yeah. one enemy at a time was thanks to the chain gun. Yes. Because I tended to not use that willy nilly. I tended to wait till I got a fair bit of ammo before I busted it out. Yeah. So the few times I got caught in an ambush, I just chain gunned my way out of the room. Right, and right, they by staggering could, them. They couldn't really do damage to me because of the you know they'd create like a mission. Right, and I never yeah. figured that out. I guess the very first. Boss level in the game. So Where there's the two, what are they called? The Taurus uh, guy. Of hell. Barons of Hell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're these massive dudes that take a million shots to kill. But the interesting thing about that fight is the arena is in a giant star, like a five point pentagram. pentagram. Yeah. Um, and it's full of semi invisible bullet sponge enemies. Yes. And I actually died on that fight a couple times because really? okay. at the corners of each star, there's items. Yes. And I would walk in to get the items and then get trapped behind right. three bullet sponges and just die. Okay, sure, yeah. So, yeah, if you just get the chain gun and you just, just hold down, yeah, okay. they're, they're pretty much easily dealt with. Um, the other get-out-of-jail-free card I discovered that was even better than the chain gun was, did you find the BFG? Yes, I did. Yeah. Quite early into Act 3, too. Yeah, so I um I didn't find it on Acts 1 or 2. I don't even know if it's on Act 1 or 2 in a secret, but I didn't find it. But, um... I got caught in ambushes a couple of times in episode three, and uh, I was like, "BFG time, <laughs> kill everything," because that gun is absurd. Which is maybe the point. Yeah. Maybe it's meant to be like. I mean, it'll insta kill anything that isn't a boss, and it, it almost kills the barons. Which yeah, you know, the most you know, fun. like it goes through walls, and like I have no idea. Yeah, it, it goes through, through walls. walls. The area of effect on it is enormous. Yeah. So. Yeah, you just kill whole... Obviously, it goes through ammo quickly. As but soon it... as you found that weapon, did you stop using the plasma rifle? No, it? no, no. So, the thing about the BFG is because that... For those who don't know, those two guns share ammo. Yeah, so the BFG I used on groups of enemies or... Yeah, basically when there were a group of enemies. But when I was single shot taking people out, usually the Barons of Hell or the Cacodemons, you know, the red the... ones... Yeah. That shot, I don't know, plasma. The beholders, kind of. Yeah, the beholders, yeah. yeah. Um, I used the plasma rifle because the 50 ammo from the BFG isn't worth it in that spot, I found. Sure. Yeah, but so sometimes it took 30 bullets from the plasma rifle, so okay. it's more, uh, more convenient yeah, on the seven one. Seven shots from the shotgun, I found. Oh my god, that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about that actually, because uh, one of my problems with the game was how tanky certain Some enemies, enemies were. were. Yeah. So, on the whole, it's enjoyable shooting enemies when you're in a frantic situation, yeah. trapped in an ambush, when you're in a big open area, when you can back up infinitely, it's not really interesting using six or seven shotgun blasts to yeah. kill a cacodemon. And uh, even even if there's just a lot of small enemies, I found that a lot of the level design in the first episode was two rooms connected by a narrow corridor, and then there'd be a lot of enemies in the other room, and you just strafe back and forth over the corridor shooting into it for like 20 seconds not really just dodging the red balls that were coming towards you and that wasn't super fun yeah it's it's frustrating because i think that when doom is good it's like so good yeah like when when you do get caught in an ambush and you're panicking and spinning around and trying everything in your power not to die the takingness of the enemies is less of an issue because you're basically just trying to escape to a safe spot uh, when you when you are safe and you have to kill, I, I don't know if you realize, but I counted. It takes fifteen shotgun shots to kill a Baron of Hell. I didn't count Fif- that one. Fifteen <laughs> shots. 
So if a Baron of Hell is all that's left, you're basically playing a, uh, you know, a mini game where you're tapping A then tapping D. Yeah, and you, you can just circle them. strafe those enemies and yeah. their, their hits can't hit you no matter what. They yeah. don't they don't lead their shots, they just shoot where you're standing at the time. And that leads to into the um, the boss battles as well. The boss battles for me, I know you died a few times on the Baron boss um, fight. But I, I never died to the other two. I never so died to the Cyber Demon and the uh, Spider Master. No, I never died to them. Yeah, they just, I mean, you just go around in a circle, circle and yeah. shoot them until they die. There's, and there's it takes just ages. There's just no, um, no threat there. And I know that the Cyber Demon can basically one or two shot you from full health. Just never got hit. I, I got hit once by the Cyber Demon. Wow. <laughs> What a scrub! <laughs> I know, right? But uh, but apart from that, I was I was fine. Uh, the one thing I did find also frustrating with aiming was you know how there's no vertical aiming. Yes. So when enemies are on different levels, shooting them is a very frustrating, unsatisfying experience. Okay. Like when they're at the bottom or the top of stairs, and you can kind of see them at your bottom of your screen, and you shoot in front of you, and it kills them. Yeah. You, you didn't. Enjoy. I liked that. I thought it was fine. Oh, I hated it. I hated. I mean, maybe I'm just obsessed with aiming, but I far prefer when you can aim at enemies. One of the times I nearly died, I literally dropped to one HP. Was I was um in like I was looking out this narrow window with yeah. a rocket launcher, and there were a couple of cacodemons below me. So I walked to the window and I tried to shoot it. But for whatever reason, the rocket launcher decided not to lock on. <laughs> so I shot a rocket at point blank at this window in front of and me. It just shot you. And yeah. nearly died. And I was so Sounds annoyed. like you need to get good, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I actually kind of liked the defocus on aiming. I think it kept the, the pace up a lot. I think the complexity in aiming, well, the modern day shooter with your vertical and your horizontal isn't that complex. Taking away the vertical component drastically reduces how much effort you have to put into hitting things, right? And one of the things I thought about was it's much easier to not make mistakes with horizontal only, right? Yeah. Because if your mouse jitters in a diagonal direction, the horizontal component of the diagonal is actually less than the total length yeah, of the diagonal, it's, of, right? Yeah, of course it's so easier. So it's more forgiving, right? Yeah, way more forgiving. Unless, yeah. unless you move perfectly horizontally. So I actually thought... I would be open to a more modern game with just horizontal aiming. Okay, I um I I can't I mean, maybe there's a context in which it makes sense, but for me being at the bottom of a staircase, seeing the bottom half of an enemy because your head is locked looking straight yeah. ahead, and shooting your shotgun straight ahead of you and killing them is not a satisfying way to kill enemies. Okay. I would always far prefer to aim at enemies. And I think that uh, if you want to make a game like that, then you should just get rid of the vertical aspect altogether. Just make it entirely on the horizontal plane. And I know that that detracts from Doom's strength as a, you know, as a more vertical Wolfen style. Yes. But I, I would just prefer to have aiming in this game. I think if Doom had aiming, it would be a better game. Oh, uh, I don't think so at all. Okay. I think that Doom's greatest strength is its speed. And the ability to shoot around the level, like at lightning speeds, and I think that only having to worry about the horizontal component really adds to that. Okay, maybe maybe part of the problem is I'm just playing the very first Doom, which uh, which isn't as difficult as the later Dooms. I know Doom Two is considered a far more um, difficult to deal with behemoth, but for me the game wasn't difficult enough. Right. Like yeah. uh, I, that's not to say it wasn't hard because I dropped to very low health and got in trouble a lot. But because aiming wasn't an aspect of it, it felt very rote killing enemies. There's no satisfaction to be gained from aiming at enemies. So when I was shooting a Baron of Hell, I was just 
doing very little in order to kill them. If I was at least aiming at these enemies, I'd feel slightly more sense of accomplishment. So that's kind of like the axis, which if you were to improve the game yourself, you would kind of want to add difficulty in that spot? Yeah, so um, I think that if you were to throw a million enemies at me, the game wouldn't be better. I think aiming would be an improvement, although, you know, it would probably be a different game at that point. Yes. I think that what Doom does best beyond anything else that I think is good to this day is its level design. I think that if I were to improve Doom, it would be to change the level design. Okay, sure. Sorry, sorry. I think that Doom has fantastic level design, and if that were to be brought to the modern day, I would like to see more of its innovative level design. Well, I guess the best part of the level design for me were all the secrets in the level, right? That was sure. Honestly, I found that much more engaging than the actual shooting was hunting for all the hidden stuff in the level. Okay, so I'd say the thing that I found interesting about the level design, the secrets were part of it, but yeah. that wasn't at all. The big thing for me is how the levels were like these elaborate labyrinths that con continually looped back on one another. Yeah, like the sense of exploration ways. is yeah. much better yeah. than today's like corridor shooters it's... where it kind of like funnels you down this like cinematic... Corridor, yeah. 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 No, it's interesting to think about a shooter as being a good exploration game, but Doom is one of the best exploration Ocean games there is. Yeah. I actually think that being so old, and there's actually a de-emphasized level of realism in the level structure, there are so many walls where it makes no sense for there to be a hidden wall there, but there is, and those hidden walls add to the design, I think. Yes, I mean, secret hunting is interesting. I also liked, I don't know if you noticed, but... Most, if not all, I'm not 100%, I didn't find all the secrets, yeah. um, of the areas where enemies are, like, shooting you from a cliff or anything, you can get to those areas if yes. you just find, find the, the secret area, to get yeah. it. And I really liked that. And a lot of the secrets rewarded you with vantage points on uh, areas that have a high enemy density mm. that allow you to clear them out preemptively before you get to that part of the level. Yeah, so... Often you could see the secrets ahead of time. They rewarded you in vantage points as well as ammo and armor and yeah. power-ups and all yeah. that other stuff. Um, yeah, so I loved that. I loved how dense the levels felt. It felt like there was no real wasted space, space? most of the time. Yes. There were some more open levels, but on the whole, I really liked the more closed-in levels because the open levels gave you no gameplay challenge, really. You know, I actually found that my favourite level in the game was the one in the middle of the Big Acid Lake in Act 3. Oh, uh, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. The, you mean, uh, yeah, you kind of went all over the place. You had to open all these doors in the lake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was this big, like, island in the middle that had a bunch of structures. And... Oh, right, right, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, with all of the enemies outside. Yeah, see, I don't think that level was very good. Okay. Because the gameplay experience of that level for me was very dull. Like, there'd be 12 cacodemons together, yes. and then you get out your BFG and you'd kill them from a million miles away. Oh, yeah. That, the, the shooting... Because I, I guess because I liked the, the finding of secrets so much, I liked all the hidden little compartments in the lake that rose up. Yeah, no, I see what you mean. Like, there's all these cool cool bits and pieces that yeah. level that aren't apparent on first run through, yeah. I, I guess for me, the level design and the gameplay are so integrally intertwined. So for yes. me, 
the best level design were related to the um, to the ambushes as well as the yes. secrets. Yeah, those hidden walls that would just disappear and there'd be a hundred dudes just coming yeah. for your ass, right? Yeah. yeah, but the thing about it that's interesting from a level design perspective is that it changes the layout of the level the whenever a door opens. Yes. An ambush isn't just a threat, it's also an opportunity to restock on ammo. Because yes. there were very rarely nothing in those ambush doors. Yes. There was usually something inside there. So it made me keep going back and re-exploring areas I'd already gone Binter, through. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and I found uh, at the start of Act 3, when you were a little scarce on ammo, um, one of the strategies I used was to ignore the enemies and just get all the ammo and then go through each room methodically clearing them out. I wish that was something that was more of an issue. Once again, these are, this is a change I'd like to see in Doom and maybe it's something that's explored in later chapters, but I wish ammo was more scarce. Yes, right. Because I think the other... The game is really good when you get ambushed. It's even better when you're constantly panicking about your ammo counts. Yeah. You have to make decisions. Am I going to run past this enemy potentially into even more danger in the hope that I find ammo or health and I can come back later, as sure. you said? I um, I really liked fighting the first enemy. You see the like the zombie scientist kind of character? Uh, the, so there's two, there's two zombies. There's the standard zombie and then there's the zombie marine as a shotgun. Yes, yeah, so... I don't know. I wasn't able to replicate it on any of the other enemies, but if you line up those zombies, you can kill a whole line of them with a single. Yes. yes. The, the, there's an arc with the shotgun. It yes. does AOE damage. Yes. Yeah. Um, did we ever able to figure out the monster infighting? I don't know if that's something. Yes. We're aware if they of. hit each other, they start yeah. hitting each other. Yeah. That, that's the other reason when you get a bunch of enemies kind of blocking one another. Um, but it doesn't work between enemies of the same type. Uh, oh, I wasn't... I didn't even did, figure that yeah, out. Yeah. Okay, so it's got to be enemies of the different types, yeah. yeah. But that was one of the ways I was able to deal with a group of enemies. I just kind of did circles around them. Until they hit each other. Until they hit each One of the reasons... One of my, uh, one of my three deaths was um, uh, right at the beginning... I think it was um, episode three, mission one. Like, the very yes. first one. Um, I didn't, there's a there's a shotgun, I didn't find it. So I run into this room, there's like three cacodemons and a bunch <laughs> of enemies. I've got this pistol. I'm like, ah, ah, what am I going to do? So I tried to run past them and I go into this corridor and there's about six pinkies in a row in this corridor. Oh my god! <laughs> and then I turn around and I can't get out. <laughs> I'm like, what have I done? But, but that moment was brilliant. You know, the fact that I'd um, tried to dodge enemies because I didn't have any ammo. Uh, meant led me to my downfall. Yeah. If there were more moments like that where I was low on ammo, I think it would have been a more enjoyable experience. Right. So, in terms of the design, compared to a more modern, like, cover-based shooter, how did you feel about ducking behind walls? It's, it's much faster, right? You don't have to... Because in modern shooters, you can just hide behind, like, a little wall for... Like, the whole wave of enemies, but you can't do that in Doom, right? So, so Doom is better when there are no walls to hide behind. Yeah. Uh, once again, when you're caught in an ambush, and you're in the middle of enemies, and they're on all sides, and you have to frantically swing around. And I think one of the things that leads towards that is that a lot of the enemies have projectile attacks, not hit scan. so they move slowly towards you, and you have to move out of the way. Yeah, and you can dodge them, yeah. yeah. I actually think dodging those attacks was more fun than hitting enemies. And I would like, if there was a higher rate of, more like a bullet hell style dodging experience, I think the game would be a lot more fun, honestly. Yeah, so 
I think that for me, if you just put more enemies in the Not game. Not more enemies, just enemies that attack faster. Oh, so a different variety of. Well, maybe you could. I know that in like Night. Like I know that in Nightmare, certain enemies' projectiles go twice as fast. Yes. But that sounds too intense for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was happy with the speed of the projectile. You just, I just want some more. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I think that the, um, the, I agree that projectile dodging is at its best. Uh, the problem is, once again, when you're, when you can back off and take enemies at your own pace, because then you can duck behind walls. Yes. You can duck behind a wall, take out two enemies, then edge around the corner and take out some more. And that's more similar to modern day shooters, yes. where you're slowly taking them out. You're it's pretty much invincible behind your chest high wall. Yeah. yeah. Doom is... Fast-paced and interesting when you are not when there are yes. when there is no cover when you need to just spin around in circles. Did you find the level design to be confusing? Because I didn't, despite how much more complex the layouts were. I was gonna say something about that because Doom, as an exploration game, I think is initially confusing. Yes. But by the time I got to an end of end of the level, I, I had a mental map of yeah, what it I, all I looked actually, like. There's a mini map in the game, or like yeah. an auto map, and I barely used that honestly. I used it a little bit more mainly to help me find secrets. secrets? Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, th one of the things Doom does really well is each area is really distinct. <laughs> what, you don't think so? Or? Uh, so one of my first thoughts was that everything looked the same. But okay. I actually, I changed my mind as I got through. I, I actually, I replayed the first episode this morning and I think it's a problem with the first episode. I think Hell and the Shores of Hell look a lot more different um, than the, the moon base. No, does. no, I think that's fair. The moon base does look a lot same, a lot yeah, more samey same in places. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah, I thought they were distinct in the sense that maybe it's just the layout of each area. Like there were different shapes yes. and everything. Uh, also, some of the layouts were very cool. I don't know if you noticed there was one level that was like in the shape of a hand. Yes. It yeah. Was. Yeah. yeah that... Did you find any of the secret levels? I don't know. I think I did. I found two of them. I, I think I found one of them. I didn't look up to see if I found them in the end. There was one level which I'm like 90% sure is a secret level yes. because of how it was it was kind of like a series of challenges almost. Okay. Yeah, of, of high-level enemies. Because there was this one level that was just two rooms filled with bullet sponge enemies. Right. And it you're was like... like I'm pretty sure there's a Wolfenstein level hiding in there. Although no. maybe that's in Doom 2. I can't no, remember. I didn't find that at all. Okay. But yeah, no, I, on the whole, I didn't find the secret levels. I was, my goal when playing the game wasn't like to discover every secret or anything. It was to reach the end of each level. Yeah, okay. I, I wasn't going through particularly fast. I was okay. taking my time and mashing action on every On every wall, yeah. I didn't quite go that far, but I was, um, I, I, I was exploring. I mostly saw all the ends of the levels, and yeah. if I saw something that looked interesting, I'd check it out. But um, yeah, I, I wasn't being that thorough. I wanted to get to the end so I could keep going. What did you think of the graphics? Like, obviously, it's a game from 1993. How did you think it looked? I love having the little Doom guy, like, on your action bar. Like, <laughs> Particularly when he's bleeding. When he's bleeding <laughs> and he's, like, losing his teeth and he's just panicking. It's great. Yeah, it was odd to me because I thought the game looked great. It looked fine, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the important thing about graphics design is more that it has a distinct style. Yes. That enemies, different enemies are easily identifiable, identifiable yes rather than it being you know beautifully photorealistic yeah no i did a good job you could tell what every enemy was at a glance yeah um, and from a distance yeah and the levels got more and more hellish as you progressed through yeah there were some goofy things like uh there's like this 2d 2d art of like 
the lost souls in the in the wall. Yeah, and like, they kind of like, scrolled around. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's like I don't know I don't, about that. I don't know how scary this is, but yeah. you know, on the whole, it um it does a really good job. Yeah, yeah, because uh, when you think about it, it's just a bunch of two D art just sitting on its end. I yeah. don't know if you thought about that. But... <laughs> no, all the enemies are just sprites. Yeah, that that's it. Face you constantly. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, but somehow it works. Like I, I don't didn't really feel yeah, like my version was ever broken. Today, yeah. yeah. Um. I thought that the gun models were actually a little crappy looking, honestly. Yeah. I, to me, that was the worst looking part of the game, which is odd. Because I remember them very distinctly Kingly? and fondly. Yeah, yeah okay. But yeah, I, I thought the graphics was great. Um, the sound design, I thought was very good. I love the sound of the shotgun blasting. Yeah, it's very yeah, good, isn't yeah. it? I love the sound. My favourite sound in the game is the rocket launcher. How it makes this whoosh sound. And, yeah. then, uh, and then when it gives enemies, it like makes that almost crackling sound as they get incinerated. The one thing I will point uh, that I didn't like from the sound design is when you have the chain gun out and you're shooting a group of anything, they're just the same sound going off like a hundred times a second. And what, their, their wounded noise? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was okay with that. My main problem was one of the enemies, you know, the firehead guys? Yeah. Uh, they make like a kind of, their idle sound is like the same as the pinkies and like it's this grunt. Okay. And every time I heard that grunt, I thought it would be, you know, the imps or the pinkies, and yes. it was always those bloody fireheads. I'm like, <laughs> stop making that noise. Have a unique noise. You're like a, a pain element, or you're like a soul that's on fire. Why are you grunting? It doesn't make any sense. sense. Yeah. And it's important, right? Because when you get ambushed, it's important when you hear all the alert sounds that to you know what you're being attacked. Yes. Because yeah. if you're spinning around, you need to be able to. And on the whole, that's it works really well. well like. Yeah. When Cacodemons did that, like, rasping sound, I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> but, yeah, those fire elementals or whatever they are, just, I didn't like that noise. But on the whole, I thought the sound design was very on point. Yeah, it was good. Everything sounded really impactful. Um, the chainsaw noise when you uh, think I had it stuck inside something. Was... It was uh, noisy but visceral as it should be. Yeah, I mean, you've yeah. got a chainsaw I mean, and the whole someone. The game as a whole does everything it can to fit that really metal from hell aesthetic that it has yeah, going did, on. Yeah, did you have the music on? Because I actually had it on initially and then eventually turned it off. Maybe maybe that's heresy. Maybe oh, I, I had it on the whole time. Yeah, see, I, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a weirdo in that normally I don't have music on when I'm really? playing games. Yeah, if, if the game has a very unique soundtrack like uh, Celeste or Fury, I'll have the music on. But sure. if I'm playing your Assassin's Creed's or Half-Life's or any of that, I prefer to be fully immersed in the experience. And that means no music. No music. No More music, immersive. yeah. Sorry. More mu no music is more immersive. Yeah, Patrick Tony. How often do you have music when you're killing people? For me, there's never music. I don't have my iPod in when I'm doing that. <laughs> Gotta be in the mood though. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll listen to soundtracks. Honestly, after the I facts. did find that the most of the music tracks were quite good for the first ten seconds, and then once they started looping a few times, just like ugh, kill well, me. Well, that's the thing, right? That's why I had it on at first, and then I'm like, okay, I appreciate this. Uh, this heavy metal music, but eventually I just want to get to get back to basic hearing demons die in horrible ways. Yeah, the only I guess there was only really one memorable track for me, which is the first one in the first. Did, 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 yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's very good. I've heard it in much media, but yeah, I mean, I think I've covered most of the things I wanted to. Um, uh, the guns, like I, I thought all the guns filled a niche except for the pistol. Um, the shotgun was your bread and butter. Chain gun was good for staggering enemies. Yep. 
Um, rocket launcher was good crowd control. And I like, I mean, I know it's simple. I, I pretty much never used the chainsaw, um, I think it was. What, the chainsaw or the chain gun? The saw. Oh, the, the chainsaw, chain gun was sure. very good. Yeah. yeah, no, no, the chainsaw I rarely I think, used, yeah. but I mainly used it to save ammo when there were only a few weak enemies in the room. Um, the rocket launcher, you know, at long at long distance it's good. At short distance you can do yourself some serious damage. Yes. It's more interesting in clo closer quarters because you really have to pick your times to do it. Um, I use the plasma gun pretty much exclusively on the Barons of Hell and the Cacodemons, you know, the harder demons. Not using the pistol on every single enemy, <laughs> jeez. Oh, did you, did you ever find the Berserk power-up? Yeah, that lets you, you punch, punch things? things. Yeah, did you figure that out? Because I didn't realise it at first, but it gives you the power-up for the entire level. It's not really? just Yeah, it's not just while your screen is red. Once you pick it up for the rest of the level, you can, your melee power is increased by 10. Okay, sure. Yeah. And it is satisfying immediately killing imps in one shot, walking up to them and then... punching them yeah, and their know, guts like, explode like, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I love the Berserk power-up. I even killed a Baron of Hell using it, although that oh. took a very long time. Once again, like, it's just the dodging minigame. The projectiles yeah. don't go too, too fast, far. but... Sure. Sounds like a pain in the last. <laughs> yeah, though, right? it was. <laughs> I was mainly doing it to see if I could. I'm like, eh... I'm sure this can work. I had 150 health, so I was oh, pretty yeah. safe. But yeah, on the whole, I think we've got... Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I think we've pretty much covered all my notes. All right, well, let's, let's move on to our final thoughts and opinions. So, James, you go first as the uh, outsider of Doom. What do oh. you think overall? Um, yeah, I really like the game. Uh, I think it's still fun, even now. Um, bullet sponginess kind of detracts a bit from it. But, and I really liked the horizontal shooting and the fast movement. I kind of wish... That modern day games would take from the maze-like level design. That's probably my biggest takeaway. Yeah, like I agree. Um, level design is outstanding in Doom. Like yeah. even today, uh, it's incredibly disappointing playing a modern linear shooter after you play these enormous labyrinth levels. Yeah, they're in just kind of like theme parks that funnel you through scripted sequences. Yeah, and every time you walk into a new room, it's just like... Something crazy happens. Yeah. And yeah, I just kind of liked the classic experience. Yeah, for me, Doom is at its best when you're low on ammo, you walk into an ambush, and you need to desperately fight your <laughs> way out. I wish it had more of that, but I found it pretty straightforward in the later episodes yeah. in each mission where it's meant to be getting more difficult. But uh, overall, I agree with you. Very fun game. Recommended even today. Right, so this is Doom this week. I chose Doom because of my deep emotional connection to it as a four-year-old. Um, James gets to pick the uh, yes. game next week. So, so yes. what, what, are we, what are we playing, James? Um, well, I'm not going to be uh, too mean to you this week. Um, we're going to pick a game that I played a lot as a child and haven't played in maybe maybe a decade. So the game I'm going to be choosing is Banjo-Kazooie. And we're choosing that game because I think the level structure and kind of collectathon theme of the game is would be fun to compare to a lot of modern games as the most recent kind of uh, revival attempts of similar games haven't been too successful. Yeah, well, uh, Banjo Kazooie or Tui or whatever it is, all of my knowledge comes from watching one or two random donkey videos. <laughs> it should be an interesting experience. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening to us uh, gab on for what feels like hours. Um, I'm going to do the usual thing and ask you to rate, comment, subscribe or whatever relevant options are available to you on social media. Um, importantly, we're very eager for feedback. Obviously, this is the first episode, so it's probably a little rough in a lot of places. So we'd love to hear thoughts on 
the substance of what we said. Yeah, as... like if you think we're absolute garbage, you know, just tell us, right? Yeah, just just drop drop a comment saying yeah. you're absolute garbage. If possible, tell us why we're garbage as well. That'd yeah. be appreciated. But if you have any feedback on like the audio settings or any of that stuff, either we're very eager to hear it. So please uh, speak to us. Drop a comment in Reddit or send us a tweet. Whatever suits. You can even visit our website on rspodcast.net. Um, that's about it. Adios. See ya.